Carol, because of your content, my fear reactive chihuahua pit bull mix boys now sit quietly instead of going crazy at every movement or noise. Wow. What do you know, Carol? So we made a dog. We made a dog not fearful. Huh. Huh. So weird, right? Did you know we did that? And made them quiet and calm. Wow. Wow. I thought we made dogs afraid. Shut down. Shut down. Maybe that's why it's quiet and calm. We shut it down. Yeah. Because Carol doesn't know any better, right? Good job, Carol. Good job, Carol, for fucking up your dog. Okay, that was sarcasm, obviously, for people that are brand Insert new to my show. sarcasm Right, here. exactly. It's like you have to, like, explain that now to everybody. Mm -hmm. Next. But poop pinball, don't got to explain to anybody. No. <laughs> hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> Dogs. Okay, now we're unmuted, or did you not mute? Can you guys hear us now? Um, saying no sound. Mm. So that was blinking, and then I clicked it. So now it's not muted. Mm, should be okay. Should be getting a sound. Someone good now. Yep. Yeah, okay, good now. Good. Yep. Huh. Interesting. It was just muted right here. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, every time I move it, I don't check. I don't check double. Hey, so I hope everyone's doing okay. So sorry we had no sound at the beginning. So we were away in Kentucky. Just got back earlier today. Um, well, this after, early this afternoon. Um, it's the What Would Jeff Do show, and it is a show we do every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We missed everybody on uh, Monday. Sorry about that. We had the worst Wi-Fi. It's not good. I know it's not good. It's not good internet at all. We're yeah. spoiled here. Oh, uh, we're spoiled. Yes, here especially, but in my house, I'm spoiled. My my Airbnb, my cottage, all my my homes, I'm sp I'm spoiling everybody. Upload, download. Because we need upload more than anything, which most people don't. Well, have. we needed something. Yeah, but to do the show, we need some good upload speed. That's for sure. But anyway, I'm gonna ask you. You ask your questions. I give you the answers. A lot of the questions that people ask um, are gonna be asking on how to stop stuff, how to stop stuff, and so you're gonna hear me talk about. Correction, punishment, by the way, punishment needs to be redefined. If you don't like the word, don't use the word, but you're not mad, you're not angry, you're not upset. It's just, just it's really giving information to your dog that says, don't do that. It's actually the opposite of a reward. And that is how you stop an unwanted behavior. So many, so many people will say, you know, you know, you know, positive punishment, which by the way means adding a punisher, okay, instead of taking away something, is like, you know, it doesn't work. I'm like, yes, it does work. It works all the time. It's always worked. It works with humans. It works with every living, breathing animal out there above the sea and below the sea. Punishment works. Mm -hmm. So get over it, folks. It doesn't, it doesn't create fear in the dog. So for all my listeners out there that have that have been afraid to try something because you've heard that it's like, oh, it's gonna create fear in my dog. It's like, says who? Right. How do you know that? You've never done it before. Never tried it. It's like the big thing now on TikTok, all these people yelling and screaming that don't do this with like on my videos. It's like, guys, you've never done this before. How would you know? Mm -hmm. Like we've done it thousands of times and we don't see it. No. You know, it's like, oh, it's easier. It's like, it's not easier. It's necessary. I love, we've got two dogs here now, man. Anybody that ever has a problem with a cotton towel? Yeah. Round trip, airfare, $10,000. Come here and show me what to do with these dogs. And if you don't, you got to double it. Give it double back to me because, 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 you know, you do not know what to do. You wouldn't know what to do. Um, and that's not mine. It's bigger than yours. It's like, these are dangerous dogs we work with. It's like in a cotton towel. These are dogs that are trying to take your face off. Give me a break. Get over it, folks. Get over it. All right. So here we go. And let's just jump right into the questions. Kira. Something's going on up there. Oops. She just drank her water too fast. Yeah, there's something else right there. What? It's inside her kennel. 
Oh. It's okay. Um, Gretchen says, hi, guys. Hey, how are you? Kathy B says, hi, all. Hello. Um, Melissa says, hi. Keep, keep doing that. Diana I, says, I, hello. I, I check that out. Marnie Cool Dog says, hi. Hi, Marnie. Um, all right. Audio is figured out. We're gonna scroll down and find where the questions start. Uh, we had a lot of no audio things, so here we are. Right. Anna, um, thanks for your content. We adopted a DSC mix just before COVID and have been able to work out a ton of issues thanks to your content. Good. Last step is create separation anxiety. Help with e-collar? Yeah, yes. So, yeah, you definitely want to work on that now because post-COVID is going to be like uh, a train wreck of dogs with yeah. separation anxiety. So what you should be doing is, I'm so glad that people are able to spend the extra time with their dogs now training them, but also what's going to happen is everyone's life is going to be turned upside down again, probably when they start going back to work and the economy opens up and everyone's out doing things and, and you're like just enjoying family events. I'm going to picnics and the beach and whatever. And what's going to happen is whenever that does happen, Whenever it does happen, there will be a time when it happens. 2022 is not that far away. Um, Santa Claus is coming twice more. Um, and the thing is, the thing is, is you have to start training your dog post-COVID. So by leaving your dog like in its crate for three to four hours at a time, take a drive, you know, go outside um, or just even being in the house in another room, but definitely like leave the house, um, cut down on your affection, but to stop unwanted behaviors in crates, um, absolutely the remote collar is the best tool. How to use it? Watch the dog. The dog will tell you. The dog will tell you to do it. In fact, today, today, yesterday, we got another another um, uh, uh, highly aggressive dog in. It's a Malinois. And um, um, I'm on crate duty overnight tonight because it breaks out of crates and it can destroy its teeth. And it's a Mal and they don't care about stuff like that. So um, next. Marnie Cool Dog said yes. Ryan, hey from the UK here. Hey UK. Number one pitbull dad. Hey J and J. Both my dogs are great at recall. However, the male will come to me even when I call the female. How do I correct this? So what I would do number one is is a couple of things you can do is you can put um, put uh, a dress on the male dog and then both females will come to you. And um, that was like an inappropriate joke these days, right? Um, so what you can do is this though: start doing name recognition recall which is a whole nother thing. I don't do with my dogs. I just tell my dogs to come to me and they all come to me. You know, we sort of like when we are out, you know, walking the dogs, you know, off leash in the woods, we just say here and all five dogs come running. We don't usually do name by name. If there's a straggler or someone going a little bit slow, we might say something. Um, but what you can start doing is you put them both in a down um, uh, and you just get a second person and then call one dog by name to you. And if the other dog moves, you would correct that dog. And then you've got to just start doing it. Started at short distances and then start going um, to farther distances. Next. Kionda, hi guys. It's been a while since I've cuddled up a video. I've officially got my dog into follow mode on my walks. Nice. Should I give leash pops when he follows a little far behind or just let them follow? Thanks. Oh, when he's, when he's too far behind. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you got your dog in such a nice, calm state of mind. Now the dog's like, I'm actually enjoying, enjoying these walks. Yeah. He's nice from back here. Ryan, question about my Siberian Husky. She's seven months old and has quite bad food aggression. I've made a bonker and tried it. However, it seems to make her growl louder and be more aggressive. So it's possible you don't Do I need a bigger, oh, more firm bonker. I use it when she tenses up as I approach the food. So I would go to remote collar. I'd go right to remote collar. Your timing on that's got to be impeccable when you're using the bonker. Make sure you're saying no and then bonk. Whenever you use a bonker, always say no first. Whenever you give a correction, historically, always say no first, so then the dogs can connect it. Because then you get all the people out there that are saying, they don't understand what they're being corrected for. It's like, I just said no, and then there was a consequence. And I, when I click and I give a reward, the dog knows what I'm you're rewarding it for. Really? It's called a marker. Wow. It's called marking. You know, it's you mark the behavior. You, you like it or you don't like it. Um, so, um, what you'll do is I'd go right to I would go right to remote, but it's possible you're not bonking firm enough. Most people do not. Next, Kiana said, "Now we both get to walk more." Excellent, awesome. That's a great feeling. Next, Ale, I have a three-year-old male GSD. My sister just moved in with us, and she also has a three-year-old male GSD. 
we've had to keep them apart, one upstairs and one down, because otherwise they'll growl and bark at each other and fight until we break it off. How can we help them get along? So that, it's not about them getting along, it's about them not fighting. So that's a very long, complicated answer that will not be answered on this show because I don't know you, I don't know your sister, I don't know either of the dogs, I don't know your skill set, and I don't know what their intent is. So, and I don't know what fight means to you. So is it a fight fight, like everyone's going to the hospital, or is it just German Shepherd intense, you know, um, nonsense? So number one is you start getting them to be in the same room together. Start off by going for a structured walk. So both of them should at least have basic walking skills. Go for a structured walk. Utilize tools. Utilize a bit of minimum, a prong collar. And then get them to do place. So place. So teach them both place. Put them on tie back. So now they know that. Also, you have to teach them no. All the growling and the barking at each other, be sure they understand the concept of no. Use a bonker for that. Use a remote collar for that. So you no growling and no, um, no barking at each other. Get them to lie down on beds next to each other. We do it here every single day. Whenever you see a bunch of dogs, you know, existing together, none of them came in like that. In fact, did you just post up that video today of, of the, so, the dogs doing social? Was that today? Mm -hmm. There's a video today of dogs doing social and they're just milling about. A couple of them, I think, are lying down sunning themselves. It was a beautiful day. And I think one dog is in a muzzle, maybe two, And but there's a, um, a chocolate lab that's Lindsay that's walking around there that couldn't be around dogs. And she's walking around dogs right now. It didn't start like that when she first came down from Canada. It didn't look like that. It took time. It took corrections for, for thinking naughty thoughts. It took, when I say naughty thoughts, I'm humanizing. It's like thinking about attacking. It took corrections for actually attacking. And these were not um, light corrections. They were extremely firm corrections. Unemotional and firm. That's what people got to understand. Hundreds of hours have gone into that dog for it to literally be able to walk around dogs. From people that actually know what they do that are doing it all the time. That doesn't mean you can't do it, but it does take some time. Or it might just take one bonk, no bonk, and they're fine. You don't know until yeah, you start the work. Know. Next. Um, Vincenzo, would you say an e-collar is more of a training tool or a punisher or a mix of both? It's a, it's a mix of both. So Vincenzo, it's a great punisher. But it's so that's what it tra all training tools are punishers. Mm -hmm. You know, all tools are can be used as a punishment, but it's a great. I mean, not even just I mean, anything can be used as a punishment. A punish punishment is just something that the dog doesn't enjoy. There'll be lots of things you can do, lots of things you can do. But it's fantastic. It's great for it's a, a, a remote collar. You've never used remote collars before, which most people don't have the, the even baseline knowledge of, which is fine. I understand why a lot of misinformation out there. Um, uh, but it's great for short distances, long distances, through walls, literally from outside of the house to inside of the house. It's great for, for basic obedience, advanced obedience. It's great for correcting unwanted behaviors. It's great for training new behaviors. It's great for state of mind stuff. It's great for shutting up whining, shut, uh, shutting up barking. It's great for solidifying commands under high levels of distraction. Um, I mean, it's like a fantastic training tool. Next. Dasha, hi from Tucson. Love all your info that you share. Oh, thank you. Evan, yo, hope y'all had a good day. Yo, 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 we are. So Debbie, far. my three-year-old Ozzy ferociously charges the fence only when certain dogs go by. I've used e-collar when he charges. He yelps, but keeps barking. Then will come to me after a minute. What should I do? How long do you hold the remote collar down and what level it's it at? Put it at the highest level, hold it down for three seconds. Make it really suck. He yelps because it's, a, it's probably a split second of discomfort or you caught your dog by surprise. Dogs yelp at like small things, you know what I mean? So, you know, I mean, a dog will yelp if you catch its tail in a, in a, in a crate. It really doesn't hurt the dog, but it just like surprised the dog. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, ferociously charge a dog that ferociously charges a fence. Discomfort should come upon that dog. See, nobody talks like this transparently. And it's starting to, I won't say it's driving me crazy, but people are trying to quiet me down about it. I'm just going to say it louder. I'm just going to say it louder mm. because people need to start this stuff at home. Yeah. Or else, because when they dog, by the time these dogs get to us, it's like you could have, you could have eliminated most of these problems yourself, which is fine. If you, if, if you don't know how to, that's why we do one-on-one -on -one consults. That's why we have free information, but I want it to be a massive amount of discomfort. That's what you do. It's, it's, let's call it common sense dog training. 
Dog charges the fence, make it suck. Guess what the dog does? That's not a good idea anymore. Like, dogs don't run into walls too many times. Like, they just don't. Next. Carol, because of your content, my fear reactive chihuahua pitbull mix boys now sit quietly instead of going crazy at every movement or noise. Wow. What do you know, Carol? So we made a dog, we made a dog not fearful. Huh. Huh. So weird, right? Did you know we did and that? And made them quiet and calm. Wow. Wow. I thought we made dogs afraid. Shut down. Shut down. Maybe that's why it's quiet and calm. Mm -hmm. We shut it down. Yeah. Because Carol doesn't know any better. Right. Good job, Carol. Good job, Carol, for fucking up your dog. Okay, that was sarcasm, obviously, for people that are brand Insert new to my show. sarcasm Right, here. exactly. It's like you have to, like, explain that now to everybody. Mm -hmm. Next. But Kionda. poop pinball, don't got to explain to anybody. No. <laughs> Kionda. Also, will I need to prep my dog for healing while running or just start walking really fast? Thanks again. Or just start running. Yeah. Just start running and say heal. Next. It's funny how dogs work but that way. But also, what we tell clients is we say don't heal them in a run because then if they do start to forge, you're just diluting the heal command. So we technically say break mm -hmm. and they just can't pull on the leash. Right. Well, let's, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Go loose, like yeah. stay in my... Right. Because... Most dogs aren't going to run behind you, that's for sure. Right, right. They can walk. That's a little bit more of a, 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 a little bit farther up. Mm -hmm. Next. Um, Sally, I have a Belgian Malinois who has severe barrier aggression. When I close the door in the car or when he is taken to a kennel, no one wants me to board him anymore with them. Yep. that A remote collar can stop that in three seconds. Literally three seconds. It's a three-second fix. I hate to use the word fix. Oh, then it doesn't last long. That's weird. Does for us. Mm -hmm. Does for our clients. Does for our social media audience. Mm -hmm. You know? Is there a dog out there that it doesn't work with? Of course there is. Maybe the maybe it was done wrong, or maybe they need a little bit of a tweaking to do something else. But you could absolutely. So you close the door of the kennel, the dog goes nuts, remote collar again, remote collar, and remote collar is not the answer for everything, but it's like the most efficient way to do it. Because someone else will say, Well, counter condition it with food and like close the door slowly or close the door one inch today and one inch tomorrow. It's like, Jesus Christ, penis pumps work better than that. I mean, it's like, like give me a break. You, like, you don't have time with barrier. No, aggression. you don't. It's actually quite dangerous. Close the fucking door and the dog makes noise. You say no and you correct. And again, yep, Jeff, make it suck, Gelman. You make it suck. Mm -hmm. And I'm not mad. If you're brand new to my show, I'm mad. This is just Jeff being passionate because. I want people to have better qualities of life. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of people's lives being limited by their dogs. I just really am. I want you guys to enjoy your dogs more. And, yeah. and there's so many things that's like, there's that one to 5% of things that are keeping people from really having a good quality of life for their dog. And so many of them, not all of them can be fixed quickly. Like there's, there's skill set and there's, there's multiple steps you have to do for a lot of stuff. And there's not like just one thing. A lot of times there's like a hundred things you have to do, but on so many of these things, it's like, it's one thing you have to do. And that's what everybody, like, you know, my dog's so great. It's the 1% of the time, yes. but it's that 1% that's making your life freaking miserable. You can't take a road trip with your dog. You can't right. go to an outdoor cafe with your dog. Yeah. You know, sure. Your dog will do a perfect down stay in the living room. But you go outside and it's like different dog. Lunging at people. Yep, next. Do you want a chocolate covered espresso bean? Is that chick talk for I don't want to eat them all? You don't want to eat them all? I'm not going to eat them all. Oh, okay. They're just you're here. Actually, oh, They're good. Are oh, you being nice to me? Oh, nice. Thanks. I mean, I'm tired. I'm like, maybe I'll get some energy from those. <laughs> Hoping. You know, you, everybody, everybody knows what I mean by chick talk, right? You know? Or is that like you chick talk all the or is time? That, or is that like what is that? Is that a, is that the wrong terminology? We're not we do we can't use those words anymore. It's called passive aggressive. Oh, <laughs> you do it. You do it a lot too. Oops, I didn't say I didn't. I didn't chick talk. Yeah, um, but you're the OG. I am the OG. Yeah, you're the OG. You're okay. supposed to just read my freaking mind. Obviously, <clears throat> I try so hard. In fact, I took a 14 week on my course on mind reading. Just so we can communicate better. Are you gonna choke? <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, I'm sorry. That's what he said. Oh, God. Next. Um, 
All right, Sally, I already read that. Laura, dog is afraid of fireworks, barks and growls very loud and sounds aggressive. I don't have an e-collar, but can I crate her and bonk the crate for barking and growling? Yeah, or bonk the dog. No, bonk. Next. Yes, that's that too. Anna, thanks. Sitting outside with the e-collar tomorrow, watching the nanny cam. Your content helped him walk so well on the leash. Am I reading the same thing right now? No, 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 that's new. Okay, your content helped him walk so well on the leash. Gave my seven and nine-year-olds the confidence to walk him awesome. on a loose Now, seat. that's hard work on the owner's part. The mm -hmm. fact that your dog, your seven and nine-year-old can walk your dog, kudos to you for all the hard work. Next. Um, Jasmine. Don't know if it's Jasmine or Jasmine. What do you think? I that, don't know. That Y-N? I think that's mean. Or it could just be a cool way of spelling it. Like, yeah. like my middle name is Brittany and Brittany. Yep. Here, our names are spelled totally different. Yeah. Hmm. Next. Hmm. Oh, actually, well, I didn't no, even Jasmine. read it yet. Yes. Hi guys, these things do like scratch your throat, <laughs> like daggers. You gonna choke on that? <laughs> like why? Like these espresso beans are very pointy. <laughs> they like break into shards. Shards of chocolate <laughs> stabbing into your throat. So good, but so deadly. That's right. How would you like to die? I want <laughs> shards of chocolate <laughs> stabbing into my throat. Give these to somebody you hate. It's like here. Is that I what got you these offer? just for you. Is that what you offered those to me? No. But I thought they were good. All right, Jason. <laughs> Hi, guys. Thank you for all your content. It has helped me immensely with my seven-month-old Doberman. We're a bit stuck right now with his isolation, distress, separation, anxiety. You tried to e-collar. So um, you want to use the e-collar? Hold on. There's more. Bark collar and bonking haven't worked either. I'm at a loss. Our trainer says to reward every time he's quiet, right, right, but it doesn't work. Right. Okay. So I don't want to know who the trainer is, but that's literally what trainers will say. Reward when the dog is good. Okay. Wonderful. Great. Fantastic. That's not my problem though. Mm -hmm. That It's like, how do I stop a dog from jumping? Oh, reward it when it sits in front of you. Okay. Great. Wonderful. That's not my problem. Mm -hmm. My problem is when my dog jumps on me. Like training a dog to sit in front of you does not stop jump jumping. Rewarding a dog for being quiet in the crate does not stop separation anxiety. Right. The question is, how do I stop? Kindergarten students who can analyze this stuff because they've got common sense. Oh, how do I stop? How do I stop unwanted behaviors? Mm -hmm. So remote cower. No. Well, she said she tried it, so there's there's well, some might, finesse to there's it. Some, that's also why I do one-on-one -on -one consoles. There is finesse to it. Yeah. And there's like there's a, there is an art to it. Also, don't you wish you could just stop it with one thing? You know what what what's the rest of the uh, day look like? Are you holding your dog accountable in every other department of its life? Um, are you cutting down on affection? Um, a lot of people say, "Oh, exercise it more." It's like, of course you're going to exercise your dog, but again, that doesn't get rid of separation anxiety. Next. Kiara, in your opinion, what's the best muzzle to work we with? We love Baskervilles. Sure do. Because dogs can pant in them, sleep in them. In fact, there's a dog sleeping in one tonight. Um, uh, sleep in them, drink water, breathe in them. Um, they're comfortable take enough food. to take food. Yep. Next. Mothman, I've noticed recently some dogs you train recall and then they go into a down. Did you reinforce that or do they do it on their own? We might, we might tell them that. Some dogs are like... We let them do either a sit or a down, as long as they come directly to us mm. and do not leave our bubble. But we also might be doing a recall, recall down, down. A yeah. recall down protocol that we filmed. And sometimes- And sometimes that becomes pattern though. If yep. we do a lot of recall yep. to down, the dog yep. will just offer it. Yep. Especially if there's no, if there's like a music soundtrack behind it too, that maybe you didn't hear us say down, or maybe yeah. we said it um, lightly, not into the, loud enough for anybody to hear. Next. Um. Kevin, we have an 11-month-old pit mix. I want to train her to run with me. We use remote collar and prong collar for normal walks. While training to run, should I use a harness or the prong? Well, you can use a prong collar. Prong collar is fine because the dog's walking next to you. That's the thing about that is like the prong Like I want to bike with my dog on a leash. What should I use? Use a prong collar. It's actually going to be the safest thing is to keep the dog in a, in a good bubble with you. So, you know, I wouldn't do it on a harness because that's a great way for your dog to like build up, you know, a, a drive and all of a sudden next thing you know it's Dragging you down the street. Mm -hmm. Next. Medusa, you missed my question. Oh, I no, I, I don't think it. we've seen a Medusa. But go ahead. But happy I've caught you guys live. Thanks for all you do, J&J. Will a dog not neutered loose in my yard react to a bug zapper if I use it to deter him? Get to my puppy? I don't think. So first of all, the neutering has zero to do with anything. The, the neutering has zero to do to everything. Um, I don't know if I would use a bug zapper, but, you know. 
I, I don't know your, your this exact situation, what the dog is doing to the puppy. If it's rough play, that's going to be more of how to introduce the dog properly. Um, I'm not quite sure what, how you're using the bug zapper. Like that's not one of, that's a training tool that's not in our training department. Like we don't use those, never have, never have before. Um, so there's, there's, that's a really, I, I need to know way more information. That's why I do one-on-one -on -one consults, by the way. Not that I want people signing up for them. Um, the point being is like, there's a lot of information here. Next. Gretchen, we caught a young raccoon in a trap this morning. I know I'm just desperate for a dog, but it's so cute. I just want to keep it. Gretchen, do not keep the raccoon. Do you guys see raccoons frequently in the city? Um, no, we have big ass river rats and that's scary. Yes. They come straight from hell. Next. They're like this big. They swim in the river and they're like, we saw one the other day, just like swimming around all nasty. Ugh. That's what you have in Providence, river rats. <laughs> what else? There's beautiful things in Providence. <laughs> oh my God, when we were in Kentucky, a turkey ran in front of our car and I slammed on the brakes and Jeff almost went through the windshield, but I didn't hit the turkey. Oh, so I did almost hit the windshield. Yeah, your phone flew across the car. Mm, I thought I didn't though. Well, you exaggerated it a bit. He's exaggerated everything. He's like, like, it's <laughs> not that intense. You slammed on the brakes. But while I, didn't, we were I didn't come to a complete stop. I'm like, all right, I'm only willing to risk so much for this damn bird. Hopefully he runs quick. You didn't come to a complete stop because the turkey moved out of the way. Yeah. Next. Erica. Evening, wanted to say thank you for giving me advice on my dog's crate guarding. I did what you said and made it suck for him to guard the crate. It's been a month and no more incidents. You guys are amazing. Awesome. That's Erica. Congratulations. But you did it. That sort of answers the question about the barrier aggression, um, putting the dog in the crate. Yep. Next. Karen, love your babies on the wall behind you. Um, we correct for our bad behavior, but would like to know what tool you use for bonking your dogs. Actually, those are dogs. All my kids, there's kid photos. I've I don't got, have babies. I got, I got a cool kid photo right here. <laughs> this is they're not babies there either though they're 30 years this is this is 20 years ago is that olivia on the left yep this was that, exactly that, the same so all that snow right there we're coming down from the mountain the night before no snow that morning that's what it looked like yep it was pretty cool i remember that 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 trail that trail where was it so bought we used for bonking the only tool we Who's use for bonker? bonking is the bonker, which is a cotton towel. I've got a, free, a video on how to use a bonker. Next. We use one thing and one thing only to bonk a dog. Next. Kionda said, got it. Thanks. You're welcome. Karen, we have two Mastiff breeds, and they definitely need firm correction. A Preza Canario and a Conocorso. Yeah, mo actually, most dogs need firm corrections. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have Chihuahuas that need firm co corrections. Next. Sally, I've had several trainers walk away when they see how aggressive he gets. Well, most dog trainers aren't qualified to work with um, aggressive dogs. And that's not a diss to the dog trainer. It's just not in their skill set. Like, I can't treat, train agility. I can't train sport work. I don't do swing finishes. I can't train the retrieve. So I stay in my lane. But if you advertise that you work with aggressive dogs, you better be able to work with an aggressive dog. Mm -hmm. Now, we have, a do we have two dogs that are in here now that are extremely aggressive when i say ex aggressive i'm talking extremely aggressive like over the top aggression so um it's it's, it's you know so it's like we work with those but we take safety protocols mm -hmm. but it's gonna be a very long road next brianna new dog walk client 90 pound lab roddy mix has zero leash manners and they have me walk him on harness forgot how awful that shit is. I wish I could get them to agree to a prong. I don't feel right to sneak it, LOL. So it actually, Brianna, it would be unethical for you to sneak it, but you know what the ethical thing to do is? Walk away from the client. That's the ethical thing. So you, as a professional dog walker, you will say to them, your dog is extremely difficult to walk. Walking your 90 pound pulling Roddy on a harness is going to injure myself. I will be injured by walking your dog. I will not walk your dog and have a something torn or fall down and break something. Therefore, I, therefore, we are going to have to do some training first and the training will be on a prong collar or at a minimum, a head halter. And that dog will learn how to walk behind me or I cannot take you on, on as a client. 
You let them in the door, your rules, but it's unethical to use a tool that they do not know about next. Jack, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Been a while. Question, is it plausible to start a one-man dog training business during this time? Um, it's plausible to start a one-man and, and or a one-woman um, dog training um, business right now. Now is one of the best times in the world to start any business. Maybe not a cruise line or an airline. Shit. I was going to do that. Or a bar, unless it was one of those underground bars like they did during the Great Depression. Next. A speakeasy? Yeah. Next. Mm. Hannah, how would you work with a fear aggressive dog that struggles with nail files? Nail files? Oh, like nail? Nail filing. Oh, nail filing? Just there's a bunch of different ways. Muzzle up the dog. And you could you could do a counter conditioning clicker food protocol, which takes a couple of weeks, or believe it or not, you just correct the dog for acting aggressive. Mm -hmm. So don't call it fear aggressive. Just call it aggressive. Just call it bad behavior. So muzzle up the dog, the dog into a down, or stand it up, have another handler hold the dog. The dog gets nasty with you. Correct the dog. Won't that dog make the dog more afraid? It already is afraid, supposedly. No, it won't make it more afraid. You're not correcting it for being afraid or not being afraid. You're correcting it for being aggressive. Next. Um, Tammy, I have a four-year-old shepherd. Is it too late to train her? So your dog is going to live for eight more years. No. As long as your dog is breathing, it can be trained. If it's not breathing, it does an awesome downstay. Next. Do you want me to read this one? Next. Tammy, any good tra trainers in Dutchess County? Um, I don't know. Next, I'm sure there is. Blessing, I have my five month, uh, my five month old in place right now. I'm rewarding her calmly every five minutes or so. Time have been doing thirty minute play sessions. She has foundation on implied stay for down. So this is the next level. I wouldn't reward her every five minutes. I'd leave the dog alone. And for a five-month-old dog, if you've been working on it for, I'm not sure how long, but if you've already done hundreds of reps, now you go to corrections for non-compliance. Next. Emily, how do you proactively prevent food aggression and resource guarding? Well, Emily, great question. It could creep up to you at any time, even if you do all your homework. But what you can do is teach the dog a default waiting for food and teach the out command now. Also, make sure you teach the dog the word no on something else. Next. Blessing. We've been working on this for a few days. She's incredibly smart. She mastered front, by, and flip finishes as well as down on recall, center, and back up. Okay, so you've just been working on it for a couple of days, so you maybe haven't gotten your couple hundred uh, reps in. Good. Um, Blessing said, been one session a day every couple of days, so don't worry. I'm not overworking her. I'm never worried about it at all. Next. Gretchen. Whoa, are you allowed to shoot them? We only see raccoons if they're dead or we're about to shoot them. Maybe I'll pet the raccoon after it dies, but we never see rats. I don't know. Next. Rachel, I just introduced a third dog to the family. We've worked on introductions in the yard. Wondering if you have any tips for integration in the house. Um, existence first. Existence first. Plus, I don't know your household. See, this is the thing is that, like, usually when I tell people this, so... Everything being calm at first, lots of structure, leashes on the dog, and don't try to get them to be best friends. Dogs in houses are supposed to be calm anyway. They're supposed to go lie down somewhere. So keep them down, keep them in place. Start with that. So start with neutral things. Next. Um, Karen said, we'll look for the bunker. Melanie had a great trip to Montana with Lucky. He rode in between my two nieces each way. Didn't overreact to anything outside. Yay. Awesome job, Melanie. Um, Tammy said, what's a bonker? Look it up on our YouTube channel. This is a bonker. It's a cotton towel. It's a great punisher. Use it, you use it as a punisher. Next. Mm, Zane, what's the best way to start socializing your dog? A dog that is scared of everything. Um, number one, get it to, to, to socialize. Socialize means to be around lots of different things. Not necessarily interacting with things. So start with your dog, number one, knowing how to heal next to you. You want to have a dog that at least can heal next to you so you have some control. Because when your dog goes into flight flight mode, you can correct it for going into flight mode and you can and you can get it back into heal mode. And then getting your dog around lots of different environmentals. Start out small and then start adding them next. 
Um, Thomas, hi guys. Enjoy listening to you. Good to see Joelle not falling asleep. Hope you guys are staying safe during this COVID pandemic. Tom from Ireland. Hey, Tom from Ireland. Yeah, it was two shows ago. I think we were both exhausted, but you definitely were. You looked exhausted. Yeah. I only got three hours of sleep last I, I know. night. Yeah. I know. We got up early, didn't we? I was up at like 3.30. Yeah. I went to bed at like midnight. I know. I know. It's crazy. Next. Rachel. Hi, guys. Thanks for all you do. We have two-year-old Malamute female, and we are getting a male puppy this fall. We know the end goal is coexistence, but are looking for first meeting tips. Thanks. Well, I don't know how your 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 older dog does with puppies. See, puppies are different. Like a lot of a lot of dog a lot of dogs are not good puppy dogs. Like meaning greet, greeting of puppies. So how tolerant is your dog? Mm. Puppies can be a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. They can be a pain in the butt. Some are some dogs are great. Some dogs will go, oh, you're a little toy, and I'm going to pick you up and shake you. So again, I don't know your dog, but what I would do again is existence. I cannot stress the concept of existence. You've got to advocate for both dogs. You've got to advocate for your your original dog and advocate for the new dog. The original dog might go, this puppy's like driving me nuts after the 20th time it's jumped on my face. Does somebody want to tell this dog to stop or would you like me to do it? Mm -hmm. And if the dog does it, it's going to do anything from a growl, which you would allow, to a quick snap, which which you should also allow, but also can go shit crazy with you and the dog would be like oh why don't i just permanently just remove you from the situation right next um rachel hey guys thanks for all you do we have a two-year-old melanie lucky just saw the lawn doctor outside the lawn guy came to the door to put the bill in the screen door lucky woofed under his breath he wanted to bark but didn't have we overcorrected the dog if anything you undercorrected you did Overcorrected. You didn't want the dog. You don't want the dog to bark, correct? We just want to make sure we got the same goals in mind here. I would assume we wouldn't want the dog to bark at the lawn doctor inserting the bill into your thing. So that I would assume we would want that. So I don't think you overcorrected at all. I think if anything, you got to. You still got a woof. You still might have some more correcting to do. Next. Four ninety nine. Holding on dog training was writing a question while listening and just listening made me think that I know the answer and need to apply it. My J and J time is priceless and appreciated. Awesome. Let us know if it works out, Ash. Truck driver dog guy, AKA Nate. Okay. My bull mastiff is great at his obedience, but he is slow at execution. I think we knew this already. Mm-hmm. He is 100% mellow, low, low drive. Okay. So as a pet dog, should I just be happy or is there a technique to speed him up? stick a hot poker up his ass. I mean, you know, so, I mean, this is the thing. It's like, he's a slow, low drive dog and he's doing his obedience slow. One plus one is two, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I mean, will he speed it up over food? Well then do more food training. Will he speed it up with a remote collar stem as a motivator? You know, to get in, maybe you bring it, you do, you, you do escape conditioning um, and then you do consequential, you know, you give him a consequence if he you know, beat the stim, you know, but I mean, to me, it's like, it's a pet dog down, dog downs, sit, dog sits. You can always speed things up if you want to. How do you do it? You, you do it on the concept of you correct a dog for being a little bit slow. And then what they do is they try to beat the correction. That's one of the theories or if the dog speeds up over food, use a lot of food. But then if the dog all of a sudden starts going slow without the food, after you've done tons of food, now you go to correction anyway. Yeah. Lindsay, how do you know when you can transition from a full-time job to part-time to focus more on your business? When you um, feel confident enough that it will work. And that is all personal choice. So what you can do is a couple of different ways you can do that is quit your full-time job, work on your part-time hustle and get a new part-time hustle that won't conflict with your prime dog training hours of work. In other words, if you know you can make most of your revenue during the day um, dog training, but you already have another job during the day, flip it, start dog training during the day and get a new night job, get a third shift job. A lot of places are hiring third shift right now. Even right now, today, they're hiring third shift. Next. Medusa, loose neighbor's pit defined to us when we tell it to go home. That is why I want to deter it with a bug zapper. Oh, like that? Oh, God, yeah. Hell, for that, get bear spray. Absolutely. 
that you that you neutralize quick, not because of the breed, because it's another dog. Next. Tammy said she's a hybrid. Okay. Oh, her four-year-old dog that she wants to know if it's too old to train. No, it doesn't make a difference. It's a it's it's a dog. So a dog. Next. Michaela, I've been interning with different trainers and have been getting experience. I've picked up a few clients to gain experience. One of them is not food, play, or praise motivated. How can I go about training him? He is a fixed one-and-a-half-year-old pit and only knows sit. Very pushy, does not listen to the owners. I trained him to heal in a good sit, but he is not willing or what to learn by any means. What should I go about helping an owner? So so this will be a great dog for you since you're getting into the dog training field because that's the good question. Michaela, what do you do? What do you do? That's the question. So I could play teacher Jeff and say, try a bunch of stuff and let me know what worked because that's the best way to learn because that's how I learned. I had to figure this shit out on my own. Mm -hmm. Or what I can say, and I will say it probably is number one, is you can use, are they feeding the dog out of a bowl? And... Um, if they are, only use food to train. So you're not starving the dog, but you're using the dog's daily food to train. Also, if the dog understands the words, but it's slow to, to execute, and you think the dog can go faster, you can correct for slow execution. You can do that as well. But chances are you're going to have to do good old-fashioned compulsion. And what is compulsion? Leash pressure. The way that dogs used to be trained and how a lot of them should be trained now. Um, Debbie, what is the best time to use my e-collar when he starts charging the fence or when he gets to the fence? My three-year-old Aussie charging the fence. Um, I don't delete the questions. I don't have control over that. So your question might have been inappropriate, might have mentioned another trainer or training company's name, um, might not have been relevant or might be too long, but I'm not deleting questions. We're just scrolling through. Next. Didn't answer that. What's the question? When is the best time to use the e-collar? When the dog is charging the fence or when he gets to the fence? So for the first time at the fence and then any time after that if you need to for charging the fence. Next. Felicia said, hello, J&J. This is by Felicia. Oh. Hi, Felicia. Hi, Felicia. Alyssa. Our new younger dog bites on our older dog's legs every single time they play and it escalates into a fight. How do I stop this? So you'd have to stop. That's common dog play, by the way, that biting mm -hmm. part. The escalation is not. But so unfortunately, your younger dog has to be corrected for doing that. How do you do that? Remote collar. But for that, I would I would train the dog on something on the remote collar first so it understood the concept of a remote collar. Next. Tracy. I have a neighbor with an outside dog. It will bark nonstop at anything. I heard about a box that admits a sound only dogs can hear. Are these worth trying to shut it up so I can go outside? I don't know. Buy one, set it up, let us know. Right? Right. So buy it from Amazon, set it up, let us know. If it doesn't work, return it. You know, you can also, you know, you know, it's the neighbor. It's the neighbor's dog. Talk to your neighbor if you want to. You know, I don't know what kind of neighborhood you live in or if your neighbor cares, but you can always talk, you can always talk to the neighbor. The problem is your dog's going to hear it too, right? So if all dogs hear it, so does yours. Next. Edwin, looking forward to the New Jersey seminar. I already got my ticket. Awesome, Edwin. We'll see you there. Tracy might not have a dog. Oh, neighbor has oh an outside dog. I see. Oh, well, if you don't have a dog, then definitely, you know, definitely try it or talk to the neighbor. But chances are the neighbor won't do anything. You know, but you never know. There's, they're, they're, the neighbor might not know. They might not be home or they might right. be immune to it for all they know. It's like, oh, my dog barks. I didn't even realize it. It's like, it's like true. some people, it's like background noise. It's like or living next to a highway. Yeah. It's like people that have been mar married too long. It's like, did, were you did you just say something? It's like, I've been trying to talk to you for 10 minutes, honey. Oh, I didn't know. I just heard blah, 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 blah. Right? Not even just married. I think that applies in many yeah. friendships, relationships. Exactly. Oh. People you've just known too long. Right. Oh, oh, well, we weren't fighting. I didn't think we were actually communicating. I thought that was the way we communicated was through fighting only. Thanks. Um, Jamie, I have a nine-year-old dog. She's fixed. I've had her for four months, but I can't get her to quit peeing in the house. So fixed or unfixed, peeing in the house is a separate issue. So number one, is the dog actually even housebroken? So number one, is the, is the dog housebroken? Number two, are you letting this dog free roam? Number three, when's the dog, when the dog's peeing, where are you? Next. 
Hannah, I want to work on being calm around other dogs. How would you go about doing this when you don't have other dogs and don't have any friends with dogs? I don't like dog parks. Let's stay out of dog parks because dog parks are not calm places and they're dangerous places. So put it, put an ad on your, put a little post on your Facebook page. Any local friends want to get together and get a little play group started if you'd like to. Next. Or look for a doggy daycare that, that, that fits your needs. Leo loves solid canine training and crew. Awesome. Our, our now three-year-old Dobie knows not to bark unless under real distress or imminent danger, all from using your techniques and some of our own tweets. Awesome. Yeah, great crew we have here, and chances are your dog will not be underneath distress or danger, so that's good to know. Um, Leo, training is a way of life, peeps. Sure it is, every day. Sarah, are you having a seminar in New Jersey anytime in the future? I sure am. Go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. It's coming up probably in the next... I don't know, a month and a half, I guess. Next. Marla. Hi, J&J. Owner says dog is distressed in crate at nighttime. She's been crate training for a month and has had a couple of nights of smooth sleeping, but the rest of the time the dog will only settle near her or in her room instead of another part of the house. She's concerned corrections could distress the dog even further and create fear for the crate. Your thoughts, please. So, Maria, number one. So, if you're, you, you're, you probably should do a if you're another dog trainer looking for dog training and training advice, you probably should do a consult with me so I can help you out on a regular basis. You can probably join my Patreon channel. A lot of people will do that, but you know, start understanding the concept of fear and fear in uh, correcting a dog in a crate doesn't create fear in a crate. So sometimes the dog's in the crate, sometimes it's not in the crate. So she's not sticking to, to one thing at all. So if the dog is in the crate and it's, it's not distressed, the dog is in the crate being a pain in the ass. So what do you do? You correct it. I've corrected thousands and thousands, if not tens of thousands of dogs in crates, and they all do fine. Every single one of them. Every single client dog that, that I've ever met has been corrected in a crate for nonsense, and none of them were afraid of the crates. They all did fine. You know what they learned? They learned how to not to be an a-hole in the crates. They learned to go into a crate, lie down, and be calm. But she's already apprehensive about it, so she's going to humanize the dog. So, again, you've got to make sure your human skills are really, really good. These are the kinds of things that a new, as a new dog trainer, when you experience, you pick up the skill set to do this with the more frequent kinds of dogs that you work with. Next. Melanie, okay, so thanks for clearing that up. I thought it was okay for dogs to do an alert bark after the wolf he laid down and let out a very loud, aroused sigh. So it's okay to for a lot of dogs to do a lot of things. It's if you want the dog to do it. Do you want the dog to do it? Do you need the dog to do it? Right? Do you need the dog to do it? I Some people do. I don't. I have locks on my door and a gun on me. I don't need I don't need to worry about somebody coming in through my front door. So and I've got cameras and all kinds of security stuff. I live in the city. Next. <sighs> Truck driver dog guy said thanks. You're welcome. Ryan. Um, he says, Love you guys. Glad you're keeping your heads up. Learned about Jeff's work in 2015 and prong training. Revolutionized my training. Um, is food aggression between two dogs? My 70-pound, 10-month-old BMC used to be aggressive over food. Went into red zone, would attack me or my other dog. Mm. Used the shot collar to stop the attacks. Good. He now just uses his eyes and silent body language. Looks at me and knows he is not masked, but my older dog acts like an avoidant beta to the 10-month-old due to prior behavior. Ryan, I'm not I know, this is like... Ryan I, I am, can't even I, keep up. You got to talk stupider for me. Talk simpler for me. I don't understand the question. I don't understand the what's what's the actual question. So is the dog being is your is is your older dog attacking your younger dog now? Help me out here next. Um, Dan, my Jack Russell Beagle mix is not wanting to stop barking when he's excited alone. He howls. He's very hyper. We did some training, but he's too impulsive for that type of training. I'm not quite sure what that type of training is, but he's not wanting to stop barking when he's excited alone. So a bark collar for works great for when a dog is alone. 
here's a great here's the question. The question is, how do you stop a dog from barking when nobody's home? You need to use a remote training device that is activated by the sound of the dog barking. It's the only way to do it. Telepathy. It's the only way to do it. So what does that? There's a product on the market called a bark collar. It's fantastic. Don't get the water ones. Don't get the air ones. Don't get the citronella ones. Get the ones that actually shock. If you want to call it a stim so you feel better about it, go ahead. Do not put it on vibrate. Put it on shock. Find the right setting. Make sure it's the right fit and your dog will stop barking. Next. Rachel, my puppy is four months old. He likes to bark. Any tips to stop that? Tons of tips on how to stop it. You have a 16-week-old puppy. 16-week-old puppies bark. Most dogs do, but especially 16-week-old puppies, they start finding their confidence. That's when they find it. They start finding their voice, and they bark. So you sure have to do. teach your dog the concept of the word no. Not no bark, just no. Make it really simple. No. So the dog barks, no, and then consequence. What could you use? You could use a bonker. You know what a bonker is? Go on our YouTube channel. It's a cotton towel. And yes, you throw it at your dog. Not like ring toss, but like pretty, pretty firm. Okay? So no consequence. You can also use a remote collar. You can also use a leash pop. Next. Leo, train at your own pace, but keep at it and consistent. Training is a must, must, must. Save your dog's lives. Sure is. Alicia, put Kona, 12-week-old Corso, on a prong. She's getting adjusted to it. Unfortunately, at the beginning of each walk, she bites onto the leash and plays tug or tries to grab it while walking. Once she finally realize, realizes it, the walks are getting more productive. How do I stop her from the initial tug? The initial tug, you can use a uh, pet convincer. You can use a bonker for that. Um, you can actually just use, you know, you could do a little pinch to the backside. Next. Honestly, how to introduce new puppy to a six-year-old Dobie who tends to be pushy and too playful. Also, how to prevent codependency between the two. Six-year-old Dobie has had separation anxiety. In so it's a very long, drawn-out answer that can't be answered properly on this show. How do you introduce the two? Um, well, chances are the overly excited, pushy, snotty six-year-old Doberman is going to possibly harm the puppy. I don't know its play style. I don't know if it can, knows how to tailor it down for the puppy. So you're, you have to teach the dog, the older dog, how to be calm. How do you do that? You can do duration work with that dog. You can correct that dog for being overly excited. Um, in the house, the dog should probably be lying down on the ground while the puppy is running around. Next. Um, Jan said he also is really good with other dogs, but he's uh, now he's aggressive to them. Again, that's the, that's a humongous long answer that won't be answered on this show. Next, because yes. there's there's too many variables. Mm -hmm. There's so many variables about aggression. People have got to under people have got to understand that. Next, <gasps> Dupe. Our now three year old Dolby Emma knows not to bark unless under. Oh, I already read that. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a lot of doubles coming through. Yeah. Terps. Hi guys, love the show. I have a five month old Great Dane. How soon can I introduce a pinch collar? Um, uh, two months ago. Next. Base and crate training is great. Training is great. Crate training is one of the most incredible things in the world. I wish more people did it. They would save their personal belongings, save their dog's life. And reinforce a calm dog right off the rip. Dogs would stop being turned into shelters. Mm -hmm. You'd have to stop buying couches. You wouldn't have to rush to the emergency room for your dog ingesting stuff. You won't find your dead dog dead next to a Chew through electrical cords. Teach dog leadership right from the get-go. So much. So much. Next. You want to talk about becoming everything to your dog. Well, I know. Control their freedom. Yep. Um, Edwin, hello. Where should dogs sleep if traveling in the RV? Crates do not fit in the RV, and this would be our first time. Thank you for your help. Edwin, that's 100% up to you. Where do you want to? Like, where do you want your dog to sleep? That's where it sleeps. I don't know where you want your dog to sleep. Sleep on the floor. Put a put a put a put a dog bed on the floor. You can do that. To me, I'd see if you can do do a do a crate underneath the dinette. You know, if you've got if you've got a sofa that if sofa that turns into uh, a flat surface. I don't know the size of your dog, but the sofa the crates can go up on the sofa and you strap them down. And there's a lot of different things you can different things you can do. Next, Jennifer, Jeff, do you ever sleep? Just kidding. When we first got our dog, he whined and barked in the crate. 
We bonked the crate and he is now perfect. Thanks for all your great info. You're welcome. I do I do struggle with sleep. I only sleep for a few hours every night. Um, and as far as the crate stuff, that's a great example of a dog that you told the dog no in the crate and it doesn't cause a negative association. It doesn't actually hate the crate. <laughs> oh my God. I wish people would stop saying that. So many people say that as almost like a copy and paste response. It's like, don't gonna create a negative association. Create negative association is like, let's see, my dog has been barking in the crate for two months. Jeff tries to break out of the crate for two months, hates going in the crate. I think what, the association is already there. What should I do when the dog does that? Use a shock collar, correct it. Oh, I, I was told not to do that because the dog will have a negative association. Let's just, could you read your question back, press record, and then play it back for yourself? Because like your dog already has, like you said, a negative association of the crates. I wouldn't just go, I wouldn't say to somebody, my dog sleeps perfectly in the crates. Shock it. <laughs> Bonk it. <laughs> Twist it. Turn it. Pull it. <laughs> Pop it. Like, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I still love that game. Pop it. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. It's like, no. The only time I ever give a correction to a dog is after the, the, bad behavior. the bad behavior. Oh my God. It's incredible. So like you don't create these bad behaviors. We don't take perfectly good dogs and if, make them bad. No. Just so what? Just so they come back in a week hey. and, and spend more money. No. Hey, pay us for a board and train. And we're actually going to give your dog a bunch of bad behaviors. What? There's enough reward-based only trainers out there that are giving us business. We don't. We don't need to. We don't need to mess up the dogs that are already here. Next. Oh man, Michael, do you guys have any advice for people dealing with the puppies the first Fourth of July and the noise that inevitably comes with it? Yeah, well, that's coming up in a couple of days. Mm -hmm. So what I would do is you, you know, you sh should have been. What's well, too late now, but you can still try it. Playing fireworks in the background, getting the dog used to, you know, fireworks. Next. Um. Rachel, what's the age you start using an e-collar for general obedience? You can use it to layer over your existing obedience as young as um, 16 weeks old, actually. So if you got a puppy, say, at 8 weeks old, 10 weeks old, and you started all your food and marker training then, which a lot of people do, and then you start using your leash pressure, which is what your next step is, or, or, or should be the way, that should be, could be if you train the way we do, and then you can start layering over the remote power pressure. You're not using it for correcting obedience. You can use it to correct barking in the crate yes mm -hmm. obedience no next marla at that age next next you sure screenshot that marla thanks jeff not a trainer but i've successfully crate trained two adult gsd and a friend asked for help oh i see but you're right there's definitely a reluctance to correct the owner on the owner so card. that's so what you would do is this so marla you, that's for a friend so if you want to remain friends what I would suggest is say, you know what? I can't help you with your dog training and you should turn into this guy's show. What would Jeff do? That's not because I'm looking for more listeners. I'm actually care about you so much. I don't want you to lose your friendship. Yeah. Don't mix that stuff. Okay. So I will be the asshole of the relationship. All right. Next. Ryan. Sorry about that. Typos. The 10 month old BMC doesn't attack anymore after I stopped the aggression with the e-call. Okay. Hold on. That part I understood. Yep. He asserted his position with the older dog. So the older dog stays away from the food bowls while the younger dog eats. The older dog refuses to go near the food until the younger dog eats. Any thoughts on fixing it? Yes. You should be feeding them in out of one bowl? Older dog refuses to go bowls. near the food. I'm assuming he puts oh, the bowls probably in the kitchen. I got it. The I got same. it. Feed them in their crates. Feed them in their crates or feed them separate from each other. Because even if you led the other dog over to its food bowl, it still might not want to eat. Exactly. So yeah. so I like I like life to be easy. Like life is hard enough as it is. Even my dogs, like I just give them their food, but they'll carry it to like separate places. Separate places. Yeah. They don't want to eat next to each yeah. other. So my guys they've never fought over. My food, guys but. will always eat like well, their their crates are right lined up. But when we're on the road. When we're on the road, yeah, like though, that's what I mean. Like, I'll feed them outside. They'll take it to like random yes. areas and like eat in privacy. They right. just like. But even when we're on the road, though, I put all their bowls down. Like, I don't know, maybe like you know, a meter apart from each other, just so they don't like you know lean over and like have a little a little bit of a like a drop piece of food. Yeah. I want them to make sure that they stay. They eat their quantity of food, um, so they stay a healthy weight. Um, uh, so, but I would just feed them in two separate areas next. 
Um, Kathy, we take our crates apart and then reassemble them in the camper when we get set up. Just use cable ties. Yep, that's a good idea. Next. Joseph, are you against the dog sleeping in the bed with the humans? No, I'm not against that. I'm not against barking either. I'm not against actually dogs fighting. Like, I want my dog to fight if it's attacked. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, but we have to put context to everything though. Do you know what I mean? So in other words, I don't want my dog barking its head off every time somebody knocks on the door. I don't want my dog barking at me for attention. But if someone's trying to break in my RV, I want my dog to bark. When my dogs are playing with each other, they can bark. Um, um, sleeping in the bed. If 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 you if you want to sleep with your dog in the bed, sleep with your dog in the bed. But the only thing I can say to that is that is the ultimate form of love and affection. So if the love and affection is at a 10, which it is historically for sleeping in the bed, you have to make sure that you're also stopping unwanted behaviors. Now, I also feel pretty strongly that if your dog resource guards you and you have not stopped resource guarding, it's probably not a good idea to have your dog sleep in bed with you. If your dog has aggression, it's probably not a good idea. But if you know how to fix all of those things, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But I'm not against dog, people sleeping with their dogs. Most of our clients that come in here with us probably shouldn't be sleeping with their dogs in the bed. They got mm -hmm. enough on their plates. Right. Next. Also, personally, eight. it's eight. Oh, so I can't talk. I wasn't talking about my sex life. Okay. So next. We're done. We're done. We're done. Oh, sorry. It's cut off. We got some good, interesting stories to tell. But uh, we're done with that. Thank God. All right. Eight so thank you for attending the show. The Wednesday viewing. The, the, the 7 to the 8 p.m. viewing. Tea time, Matt, coffee time. Matt, oh, it's not the matinee. Matinee, just matinee. Espresso beans time. Does matinee just mean during the day, right? Yes. You can't have a matinee at night. No, it's not a matinee anymore. It's a damn movie for double the price. Isn't that crazy? You can go to a matinee for like six bucks and then normal movies like 13. I can't remember the last time I went to a movie. I don't watch movies. I cannot remember the last like, time like I a sat movie in a movie Like a movie theater. I've gone to the movies with the kids. I think it was one of those really nice Lux ones. Actually, I went with Janelle. And you order your food and you sit in like these nice chairs. We drove by one of those somewhere. They're great. Where we... I just like fall asleep though. Um, Eat my food. Where was it? Take a nap. Do you remember seeing it? There's one right in um Foxborough. No, but we saw one though on our travels. I don't know. I forgot where They're it was. They're great. Anyway. All right, guys. Thank you. Take Good care. Night. Madly in love with you. We'll be back Friday night.